Monty. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio from Pebble Beach in the 119th U.S. Open Championship. we got a great championship shaping up, and we'll get you ready for the weekend at Pebble, as we've done for the last 20 years. Our conversations with Jim Furyk, Adam Scott, and Henrik Stenson. We'll also catch up with the BBC's Ian Carter. Jason Sobel stops by, and America's favorite caddy, all from iconic Pebble Beach, right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob, what a scene it is so far to Two rounds, absolutely gorgeous conditions. In fact, some may say a little bit benign. Yeah, um, it, it seemed the golf course played uh, a little easy in the first round, but it did show a little bit more teeth in the second round, and uh, and and things are uh, tightening up a little bit. It's uh, it's going to be a great show, especially coming down to the weekend. Well, I don't know why it wouldn't be. It is the U.S. Open, and I yep. think that, that maybe the, the question will be is how will the USGA respond to you know guys getting to seven under par and you know a lot of players a lot more than normal guys uh, getting under par and taking advantage of pebble beach in these benign conditions will they will they overreact to the point where they set the golf cup golf course up to where they could be criticized because to this point in time hasn't really happened and it hasn't and the and the players are very favorable about the setup about the golf course what they what they've been able to do listen the conditions are such right now that um the golf course isn't going to get away from them. Um, it, you know, there's not a lot of sun. The temperatures in the in the, the low to mid 60s. There's not a lot of wind, um, and um, because of that, all they have to do is turn off the water just a little bit, and the golf course is going to firm up each day. And by Sunday, it's going to be a great test. The greens are small. Yes. The, the flags are tucked as much as they can on this golf course. Well, it, you know, in a US, U.S. Open setup, you don't get real comfortable. That's what these guys are looking for. They're looking for the opportunity to hit the ball well, um, to keep it in play, hit the fairways, hit the greens, and have some chances to make some birdies. Well, that's what it's all about in U.S. Open Championships. We'll tell you all about it and get you up to date and ready for the weekend in golf next. Live from Pebble Beach, this is Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. 
What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here from the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Hey, Chrome Soft is the only ball to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance and with incredibly soft feel. And Chrome Soft X is now available with triple track technology. Get Dad the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. I would say that the greens were maybe a step or two firmer with your iron shots coming in than they would have been yesterday. Certainly yesterday morning, I'd imagine. So I think the wind's picking up from what I can see out there right now. And if, 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 the, if the marine layer burns off a bit and you do get a bit of breeze this afternoon, you know, that will change the golf course really fast. Justin Rose, who went out uh, in six under 65 in round number one, came back with one under 70 in round number two, seven under par going into the weekend, and he talked about the setup right there, Bob. I mean, this is a guy that took advantage of the golf course, tied Tiger Woods opening round in 2000. Not likely to go as deep as Tiger did in 2000, or will he? Um, I think that's going to be tough for that to happen. Tiger was firing on all cylinders. Um, He did not... miss a putt inside 10 feet the whole day or the whole tournament Um, and so I think Justin Rose has got his work cut out for him to be able to do something like that but uh, he's almost done it a little bit with smoke and mirrors Um, you know I think he only hit uh, half of the greens yesterday Um, he he had 22 putts and ended up uh, shooting that that 600 par 65 so uh, just but he came back with a much better round a more consistent round in the 
in in the in day two, and uh, Justin Rose is is playing some really good golf right now. Why didn't we talk about Justin? Rose I don't know. coming into the week. I, the reason we didn't talk about him is because yeah, he won earlier on in the year at San Diego, Poana Greens, but. He's been really kind of sketchy um, in his play since then. He missed the he missed the cut at the Masters. Uh, didn't contend at Bethpage Black. Um, he's just been kind of up and down. And uh, I, I, my thought was that it could have come because of uh, his change in equipment and that kind of thing at the beginning of the year. But I'll tell you what, he's sure playing well right now. Yeah, he's putting that to bed, isn't he? Uh, you know, I mean, this is a guy who won the U.S. Open at Marion. Yes. Uh, what does that have in common with Pebble Beach? Well. It's a short U.S. Open venue. Yeah, it's correct. Here he is on another short U.S. Open venue and striking the ball very well. And as you said, putting incredibly well on these greens. And just put, you know, look, you can make putts if you put yourself in the right spots. And and that's truth. That's the truth. Tiger has said that what he tries to do is keep the ball under the hole. And if you keep it under the hole, then you can have a little bit more aggressive opportunity to make a birdie or to make a putt, um, or if you have to make a par putt. Um, so it's it's all about as Tiger talks, likes to call it, angles, getting yourself in the right position on the greens from the fairways so that you can uh, score well. We'll hear more on Justin Rose coming up in just a little bit. Ian Carter from the BBC who covers Justin on a regular basis will stop by and give us his analysis of Justin Rose and his first two rounds and uh, certainly playing some good golf. Uh, uh, you know, this is such a great place, Bob. I mean, before we get too far down the road on the storylines and all of that, I mean, it's just if, to come back here yes. uh, to be here at Pebble Beach to uh, watch the the greatest players in the world play this type of golf course it's special it is um, Jack Nicholas called it the greatest uh, combination of land and sea coming together I don't know if Jack actually coined or that whoever one. I think it was, it was. like it Robert doesn't... Lewis Stevenson or, or, like or something that, but, like that yeah. but Jack Jack has has uh, commented on that many many times he he has always said if he had one one round of golf left to play he would like to play at that Pebble says Beach something. and that says something about it. Um, just it's it's not only the golf course and the layout and everything that's here, but it's also the beauty of being right on the ocean and all that that brings in in visually. Um, you know, it's 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 a visual visual stimulation of the golf course and and uh, and the surroundings. People have asked me, you know, of all the golf courses that you've played, where do you rank this one? And I say right at the top. Yeah. And again, I've I've been spoiled. I've had a chance to play Augusta National. Yep. Played Pine Valley. Yep. Played St Andrews, the old yep. course. You know, Carnoustie. Uh, you Wingfoot. Know, Wingfoot. I mean, the, where they're playing next year. The, the, there's a lot. Of, I don't even, you know Olympic uh, Club and uh, and Oakland Hills. I mean, the, these are all tremendous. Go- I don't know that this is the, if you want to quote the best golf course. I, I don't know if I want to get into that debate, but where do I rank it? I think I rank it at the top it's because gotta, at the end of the day, you are walking along the ocean. You're playing an iconic golf course. Mm-hmm. It's a great championship layout. It has history. Those All those things mean something. When you can walk around a place and you can say, hey, I remember watching or I this is where this happened, that's really adds to the experience. Then on top of that, with the visual stimulation that you mentioned yeah. with the, the ocean and just the, the the whole the whole views. It, it, it's hard for me to say that there is a better golf experience than playing here at Pebble Beach. Yeah, you know the interesting thing, and and I remember this as a as a a young kid, uh, probably you know around 1970 something like that. My mom came home from from the Bing Crosby Invitational at that time, and and she said, I think we I think we're we're 
maybe going to buy a house on 17 mile drive. And I, I'm, I'm waving my hand. Okay, let's go. My sister <laughs> and my brother, they didn't want anything to do with that because they were teenagers and they had friends and they didn't want to disrupt what they were going through um, in junior high and high school and that kind of thing. Plus, San Diego is nothing to shake a stick no, at. No, it's nothing to shake a stick at. So that, so, so that got thrown by the wayside mm. and everything. And I said to my mom a couple of years ago, I said, what happened to buying the house in Pebble Beach? I said that house would have been worth millions by now <laughs> because it was right off a 17-mile drive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, this is, this is a phenomenal place. If there was one place that I could live the rest of my life, I would, I would absolutely love to choose here. Well, uh, I can't disagree with you. Uh, no doubt about it. Some of the other storylines coming in, kind of the storyline within the storyline was the USGA and, and the criticism that the players have had for the way they've set up they've got the golf beat up, courses. Man, they got beat up. Well, and it's they they started early this year. Yeah, Phil dropping bombs at Memorial. Justin Thomas, you know, piling on top. I mean, these guys, the guys were they came out early, and it seems like maybe they listened. Well, first of all, the USGA claims they're listening. That's why yes. they have Jason Gore on board exactly. now, right? I was they, just going to say that. Yeah, they want to have this more transparent and open relationship with the players. So it's not the USGA versus the players. So they brought Jason Gore. He's the player liaison uh, to be able to talk to the players and that kind of thing. Then they brought in the new guy for the setup, John Bodenhammer. Um, and uh, John has taken a page out of the book for 2010 and said there's not a lot different that we're going to do for the setup. And then the weather has cooperated. It, it's allowed the golf course to have moisture in it. Um, it's allowed the greens to have moisture in it. You're not seeing a golf course that is all stressed out like we've seen in past times. But that's what, to me, when I think U.S. Open, yeah. I think some splotchy, if not brown, yeah. golf course. This is this is far from it, Bob. I don't think you're – and with the way the weather is, with the moisture that's in the air and the cloud mm-hmm. cover that's expected and the lack of wind and sun, yep. I don't know that that changes over the weekend. No, I don't think it will either. you going to get that purple on the greens? I don't uh, think I, so. You know, I don't know that w- you'll get purple on the greens or anything like that. What, what I think you will see is that the golf – the holes or or the way that the ball reacts once it hits the green is going to be different than than it was in the first round than it was in the second round that bounce that first bounce is going to take a little bit more before the ball checks or stops and that's that would make sense i mean you don't want guys throwing darts in here on these greens Correct. first of all it almost is like a dartboard the green complexes are so small yes but at the same time, especially coming out of the rough, we've seen a lot of golf balls that have behaved on these greens. We're typically in the U.S. Open. If you're coming out of the rough, see you later. It's yeah. almost like it has repellent on these greens. Yeah. So you and you talked you talked about the greens being small. Um, here in this championship, the greens are thirty five. They average thirty five hundred square feet. Okay, on the PGA Tour, the average is around fifty-five to six thousand square feet. At the old course at St Andrews, it's fifteen thousand square feet. Wow! So these some are of those the, are shared. Yeah, they are. But these are the smallest greens in the game of golf. So the smallest targets. Smallest targets. So you got so that the importance of getting the ball in the fairway. And the fairways have been narrowed in. The rough, though, I mean, I don't know. How, how would you gauge the rough? The rough is penal, but it's not completely it's a It's not out. unplayable. Yeah. That's correct. You are seeing there are guys, some areas yeah. where you have to. Sure. Yeah. But, but you, 
don't want to you don't want to have to go out yeah, of there. Yeah, exactly. But guys are able to advance it. There's no doubt about it. So uh, yeah, it's been fun so far. Can't wait to see how the weekend plays out here at the 119th U.S. Open here at Pebble Beach. Stay tuned. America's favorite caddy joins us next. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800 485 6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back here to Real Golf Radio, live from Pebble Beach. Thanks for joining us, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Uh, appreciate you being with us. However, you're accessing the show. Again, the website's realgolfradio.com, Twitter handle at realgolf, and you can find us at Real Golf Radio on any of the um, 
on the good social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, and what have you. Hey, how do you become the number one driver on major tours worldwide? Well, you engineer Epic Flash using artificial intelligence to deliver unheard of ball speed. Own the tee box like the pros and build your Epic Flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. It's probably a little too late to build one today at CallawayGolf.com for Father's Day tomorrow, but still not a bad idea. You know, gift cards available. You know, you might go to your favorite pro shop. Uh, you know, hey, Epic Flash and the uh, the uh, Epic Flash driver would be a great Father's Day gift uh, for sure uh, coming up tomorrow. Don't forget Dad, and uh, don't forget to enjoy uh, time with him if he's uh, still available to you. Enjoy time with him uh, here on this uh, U.S. Open weekend, Father's Day weekend. Alright, Justin Rose, 7 under par. He had this to say about the setup of Pebble Beach. Quite often we see U.S. Opens guys get under par. You know, it's about who finishes under par. Really, is is the, is the trick. But guys do tend to get it under par the first couple of days, and there's a bit more moisture in the golf course, and you know, but things can change really, really fast, right? So, I think the USJ would probably have loved the course setup. They'd have probably loved five mile an hour more breeze both days, and then I think it would have been a you know a very demanding, very challenging setup, and you know, um, par would have probably meant something a little bit more than it has the first couple of days. But that doesn't mean that's not going to be the case on the week. Weekend. I think this golf course has plenty of teeth in it, um, and because you're playing right on the ocean, you always have to respect Mother Nature. You can't set it up for perfect weather and then not get it, so uh, I think it's right there where it needs to be. All right, there you go, Justin Rose on the setup of the golf course, which is certainly one of the big topics of the day and of the week, really, leading into um, the, the U.S. Open, and how would the USGA set it up? Would they be under criticism? Would they set it up you know, just perfect? Uh, can they screw up Pebble Beach? Things like that. There was lots of uh, discussion around uh, many of those topics uh, so far so good really the players absolutely love it. why wouldn't they they're, they're playing some good golf huh yeah they are playing some good golf there's some nice scores under par and a, and a lot of guys that are doing extremely well well one of those guys that's probably doing well and we'll find out we welcome him in now he's america's favorite caddy there are bag rats <laughs> and then there are caddies Baby. pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the pga tour can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yep, that's the caddy. He joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, how are you, buddy? Well, I'm doing better than half the guys who played at Pebble Beach in the U.S. Open. Oh, well, there you go. I guess, uh, <laughs> you know, half the guys down the road. And then nonetheless, though, they did play for, you know, half of the U.S. Open. So there is that. So you must be doing really well. I'm doing great. I can't complain. <laughs> I, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was listening. I heard Justin Rose comment about the setup and the weather and, and all this and that. And it, it, it's a good point. Um, it would have been, you're watching the first couple rounds of the U.S. Open thinking, ah, oh, it's a little too soft. I see balls backing up and this and that. Let's firm it up. But, yeah, if you get that 20-mile-an-hour, 30-mile-an-hour window all of a sudden and you've overcooked it, then you got a problem, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, some yeah. of your comments early on in this tournament is this is the easiest I've seen Pebble Beach ever play in an, a major championship. Yeah, and in fact, I thought back because I caddied in 92. And I remember the rough being consistently brutal in 92. I think that's a difference. This difference this year is you've seen a lot of guys hitting some pretty successful full shots out of the rough. There was none of that in 92. However, it was green and it was soft, and Gil Morgan got it to 10 under at one point during the second round. So it had to be playing about the same, right? Yeah, probably pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. So I, I, I probably got to take take back that I've never seen it, but 
yeah, with, with, with that exception, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's green and soft compared to what you'd expect. And I, I really, I can't recall seeing balls back up like they have at this U.S. Open. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, it's the color, right? I mean, we're used to seeing U.S. Open brown, not U.S. Open green. Um, that that said, I don't, don't put me down as the guy that's going to complain about it because, you know, everybody wants to complain when the setup's too hard. And now it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? All of a sudden the USGA under scrutiny if they don't set it up hard enough. So I, I'm not going to go down that road. It's just different. It's, it's a different experience, and I've always contended that, you know what, look, you set the golf course up, you, you, you put the setup how you think it should be to, to conduct a major championship, to test these best players and identify who's playing the best that week, and then you let them go out it. And, and if they're, if Mother Nature provides one scoring condition and players happen to be you know completely on top of their game and they're able to take advantage of it, well, that, that good on them, right? The story is the player, not the course. Yeah, I think they've done that well because if it did blow 10 or more, um, you're not going to see many guys breaking par for the day, um, even even given the conditions right now. So that's a, that's a pretty good setup. So you, what you're saying, Caddy, is, is that Bob and I played it in more difficult conditions than the best players in the world. <laughs> well, in some ways you did because it was playing longer when you played it. Um, it was stickier when you played it, and uh, the rough was the rough was probably at least as difficult to hit it out of when you played because it was wet. Yeah. So you you actually did you did not have by any means easy conditions when you played. You know, Cat- it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful day. You know, Caddy, <laughs> um, you were just talking about 1992 and how Gil Morgan got to um, 10 under par. This is how this golf course can turn around. The final round scoring average was 77.3 that year. Um, and Tom Kite ended up winning the golf tournament at minus three. So when, when you talk about a U.S. Open, how this golf course is not looking um, like a true U.S. Open golf course, doesn't have the teeth in it yet, it's kind of benign and that kind of thing, that can change pretty quickly. I'll tell you what else changed since that Open was uh, on the on the Saturday of that U.S. Open. Uh, I caddied Thursday and Friday, and on I should say on the Sunday morning of that U.S. Open, I went from the parking lot to the top of Half Dome in Yosemite and back down that afternoon. <laughs> and that also could not happen today. <laughs> And the rest of this segment is brought to you by Jenny Craig. <laughs> and and oh, and Father Time as well. <laughs> uh, that that's probably that that is the one that's undefeated, right? Uh, that everybody likes to say for sure. Uh, all right. So uh, with that said, Caddy, I mean this is not any this is not a pushover. Obviously, Justin Rose, you know, playing some tremendous golf. I mean, you look at all the players at the top of the board; they're playing great golf, and this is what you want. This is the type of leaderboard that you want to see. You want to see you know, major champions battling it out. You know, guys like Rory McIlroy, Louis Oosthuizen's a major champion. You know, Graham McDowell won here. You know, there's you go on and on down the line, and then you you know Brooks Kepka. Look, he's not, he, Brooks Kepka talks about the hanging around game. That's his strategy. Well, he's more than hanging around. He's at four under par. So you know, a guy that's looking to do something that hasn't been done in over a hundred years of U.S. Open history, and that's to win three in a row. So I, I, it's hard to say or be too critical of what's going on when you see that kind of a leaderboard. That's right, and Brooks, I mean, it would be amazing if Brooks won three in a row, and, and, you know, I'll point out that Willie Anderson didn't have Twitter to deal with. Oh, right, right, that's right. 
Yeah, you know, and and one of the, the other things you you talked about is patience in a U.S. Open Championship, and uh, and the maturity. Uh, some of the guys that you talked about were Jim Furyk. Um, another guy you t- you talked about was Matt Kuchar, and those guys have have played extremely well and uh, put themselves in a position to have a chance to win this championship. That's right, and and Kuchar uh, is a, a good pick because. He's having that kind of a year. Um, it's sort of like you know, he, he's the kind of guy who it wouldn't surprise you if he knocked a, knocked off a major in his career, and he's having that kind of a year when you tend to do that. You know, it usually doesn't come out of nowhere. Usually, you're having a great year, and then you win your major. But he fits them all there. Tiger certainly is the he's the poster child for how to be patient in the way you approach and play a major championship such as this. I mean, no, he's he's a lot like Jack. I think. I think he. I think he basically said, "Okay, that's how Jack did it. I'll do it the same way." Yeah. He really, he really does. You know, play it, play it real close to the vest early in the tournament. No question. I, I, I'll, I I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say this, Caddy. I think these guys are just putting on a great show. I, I honestly do. I mean, it has been to the fan. The fans have been the benefactor, right? I mean, we ha- we really haven't heard any about anything about rules. We haven't heard anything about you know pin placements or losing greens or anything like that. And these players have a little bit of confidence, and they're going out and getting it done. I mean, this is it's it's fun to watch what they're doing. You see, you see some birdies going. We had a record number of eagles in the first round. I, I, I to me. It's okay. Look, it's Pebble Beach. Yeah, the equipment is good. These players are good. Mother Nature uh, obliged. So all those things combined, stuff happens. But I'll tell you what, that's entertainment. And so far, I would would give it an A. I mean, this has been really fun, and I can't wait to sit down and watch the rest of it play out this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be good. But uh, I will say this, though. I I like them to be pain at the U.S. Open, and I'm not saying (laughs) nothing here. I'm not saying that. I think he, this is going to sound crazy, but Shinnecock Saturday last year, minus two pen placements. I loved it. Mm. Loved it. So, and, I, and I like a little, I like a little pain in that U.S. Open. I want people <laughs> to, I want to hear the guys complaining and, and and moaning and groaning, and I don't want it to be stupid, but I want it to be right on the edge of that. Mm. All right. Well, we'll take us take us through this golf course a little bit again for people who are watching, and I think Fox is doing a great job of illustrating it. But it really seems in order to, to get this golf course, you've got to take advantage of the first six, seven holes. Front nine is always going to score lower, but I mean, gosh, how many times, Bob, have you seen a guy shoot like thirty-two, forty-one double? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not quite happening. You're seeing some pretty good numbers on the back nine, but it's only because it hasn't been windy. Like yesterday, the wind was downwind once you turned the corner and started going back. Uh, and when you got to 18, 14 was downwind. Guys were hitting irons to that green, you know, in the first round. Um, and then it's kind of switched to the normal wind. Uh and it switched during the second round to where everything, once you make that turn, now you're going back into the wind, and it's making those holes a lot t- more difficult as you're coming back into the final hole. Yeah, no question. So, yeah, but it's um, you definitely 
you definitely don't feel too secure if you're going to the AP uh, plus one for the day. Yeah, you got to take advantage of it. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you a lot of credit, Caddy. Two weeks ago, you called Jim Furyk early on. He goes out and shoots, you know, 68 in uh, the the second round. 67. 67 has the sorry, 67. Sorry about that, Jim. And he has the low round of the morning wave. Just unbelievable stuff. And uh, and you know, great pick. We'll see what happens throughout the rest of this weekend. Hey, Caddy, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Live from Pebble Beach. Stay tuned. We'll can, the show continues next. And now, an ad from Mom. Save money on car insurance by bundling home and auto with Progressive. And cut. Oh, that was good. So are there any other things you need me to talk about or I could do an ad for something I really like, like lotion you know oh i am just a nut for lotion progressive can't save you from becoming your parents but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers discounts not available in all states or situations we all have those home projects we'd like to get to before summertime but there's always something that gets in the way for a lot of people they worry about overpaying for their home projects and how can you be sure you're getting a fair price that's where a home advisor can help. Home Advisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. Home Advisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need and they'll match you with top rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read customer reviews, request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. Home Advisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask Home Advisor. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app today. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top private student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. 
This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us here inside the Media Center at the 119th U.S. Open, Pebble Beach. It doesn't get any better than this. And uh, as has become somewhat of a tradition, uh, we catch up with our good friend from across the pond. He's with the BBC Radio. Ian Carter is our guest. Ian, so good to see you again. If you can't do tradition at the U.S. Open, where can you? Right, well, I would think you, know? you would say the Open. Well, I suppose so, and the Masters, <laughs> and, oh, let's say the PGA as well. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, no, it's great to be here. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Bob. Good to visit with you. And uh, so what's your take so far? I mean, you know, we got a couple rounds under the belt. Uh, the, the golf course has really been not, I would say, typical U.S. Open stress. That nonetheless, there have been some big names that didn't play so well. Yeah, I've been I've been surprised that the fairways have played as wide as, as they have. You know, in terms of what I was considering, I was looking at the weather forecast coming here yeah. and seeing that it, okay, it wasn't going to be warm, but it was going to be dry and... I would have expected the USGA to have had it, you know, really fast and firm, but they they seem to have chucked a load of water on it right at the start of the week, and it hasn't really gone away that much. So the fairways are certainly playing uh, wider. I think the greens are that little bit firmer uh, on Friday, and I expect the weekend to, to for them to to get even even harder. And and actually, when you look at the scoring um, in the morning, uh, Furyk, the uh, you know, with the low round of of, of six. 67. Um, that's the kind of player that you want to be shooting a 67 on a U.S. Open um, setup. So, uh, yeah, it, it is lower. I mean, the number of players under par has, has surprised me, um, but not once I got here and saw saw the conditions that we have. And and from a you know, my own personal view is that I just hope the USGA aren't tempted to to tweak things <laughs> and 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 just take it over the edge to try and get the scores to be closer to to, to par because. That could ruin. But look at the quality of the leaderboard. That could really yeah. ruin it over the weekend. And they, you know, sometimes I think you've just got to say, look, the conditions are what they are. Let's let let the best players in the world go and fight each other, if not the golf course. And that would be a, a to me, a, a really captivating U.S. Open at a, a wonderful venue. It's what the RNA would do, right? Absolutely, and you know we saw it Royal Birkdale a couple of years ago. Um, Brandon Gray shooting his his sixty two. Well, th- those were the conditions that day, and it was a fantastic Open Championship, ultimately won by by Jordan Spieth with some really memorable golf down the stretch. So I, I you know, I, I think the obsession that the course has to beat up the players. I know it is the the tradition of the U.S. Open, but I, I think sometimes you just got to say, well, look, you know, the marine layers come in, uh, the moisture's still around, the course is softer than ideally we would like but hey look at the leaderboard look at the contest let's have a great u.s open you know the interesting thing is is that the the greens the firmness of the greens shots going in on thursday as compared to friday um you see in the big bounce before it starts to check that kind of thing i have i think 
that we're probably going to see a little bit more of that on Saturday, a little bit more on Sunday, but I don't think they'll take it to the edge where it gets crazy. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, we're, we're talking, obviously, on Friday afternoon, and we had, what, 39 players breaking par on day one. Last time I looked, it was down to, like, 38 players who were under par. So I think it is getting tougher as it goes along. The wind isn't blowing. Right. Um, and I'm sure the USJ would, would, have, would have wanted that. But to go back to, to your point, Brian, you know, the Open Championship, if the wind blows, then it's a severe test. If it doesn't blow, then players can go low. And, and that's the, the nature of it. And that's golf, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that is, especially on a seaside links. I yeah, mean, that's, exactly. that's one of the keys to this golf course. And, and when we had a chance to play it in preview day, it was 25-mile-an-hour winds. And that's a completely different feel than what these guys are having today. It, it just, there, there is a difference. There's no yeah, doubt I mean, about it. it normally blows here, doesn't yes. it? Sure, you yeah. Know, yeah. And, and if it doesn't, well, hey, that's so be it. It's Mother yeah. Nature, right? Yeah. Uh, Justin Rose, uh, what a couple of rounds. You know, six under par uh, equals Tigers uh, opening round from 2000, which was quite historic. Uh, you know, he, he gets in one under in round two, sits at seven under uh, at the halfway point. What's your take on Justin Rose? I, I got to admit, normally he's the guy that I'm talking to. In fact, he was one of the guys we talked about leading into the Masters, and then he misses the cut. He won at Torrey Pines earlier. And I, I'll admit, we did not talk about Justin Rose coming here to Pebble Beach. What, what's your take? Well, I, I, I must admit, I did talk about him because of that win at, at Torrey Pines, also because he's a U.S. Open champion, yeah. and also because he likes to play well on iconic golf courses. You know, his mm. U.S. Open victory came at Merion. That's, that's a pretty iconic venue, isn't it? And you look at the other places that he's, he's won uh, on the PGA Tour, they're generally you know, courses that have either staged majors or have a really strong place in the firmament of of, of world golf um, and this is certainly one of those places um, what surprised me, not surprised me he's at 7 under par he could easily be at 2 under par and have played just as, as well uh, he might have even played better tee to green it's been a scramble uh, all the way, 22 putts in the first round uh, that was 4 putts better than anything he's ever done in a US Open mm, before. I wow. mean, it was an absolutely extraordinary uh, putting display. And the second round was very similar as well, yeah. I thought. Yeah. You know, he had uh, the, the 11th, his second hole, uh, getting up and down from that position was just ridiculous. Um, a wonderful, you know, flop shot from the rough over the bunker and then holding out from five feet. And the number of putts he's hold from five, six, seven feet over the first two days. My fear, from a British point of view, is that eventually that catches up with you if the ball striking isn't right commensurate with the with the putting um and we saw that with Molinari didn't we at the at the Masters in the final round mm -hmm. eventually it caught up with him so I think inside Rose you know a very experienced cam campaigner he'll be aware of that he knows that things have got to tighten up tee to green he can't ride his luck on the greens all the way you would have thought for for 72 holes but what a position he's given himself, seven under at halfway. Yeah, and, and talk a little bit about Rory McIlroy, of course, shooting 61 last week in the final round, having a phenomenal weekend um, of ball striking and putting and that kind of thing. And here he is bleeding right into uh, the U.S. Open Championship and playing well again and contending in another one. He sure seems to be playing some really good golf right now. Absolutely. He's played great golf all, all year, apart from in the majors and memorial to, to, to be strict accurate but the point being he's had now two wins 10 top 10s yet 
in the majors he hasn't challenged and, mm-hmm. and that was a, a, an element of concern they were poor starts he was putting himself behind the eight ball early and even even though he was play, played very nicely over the weekends both at Augusta and at, um, at Beth Page he never contended and that's what he's there to do um, he's going to be measured by, by the majors so I think the pressure was on coming in here and maybe it was even exaggerated by such a commanding win in, in Canada. Can he keep that, that going? I love the body language uh, that I've seen so far. That opening round, 68, absolutely just what, what McElroy needed. He's right in the thick of it as we're speaking. And um, the way that the course is playing, especially with those soft fairways just being a little wider, playing a little wider, um, this, this suits him. The fact that there's no wind as well, that plays into McElroy's strengths. Ian Carter, BBC, joining us here. Here at Pebble Beach, 119th U.S. Open. Uh, Rory's an interesting guy. We get asked about Rory a lot. We talk about Rory a lot. He's such an exciting and dynamic player. In fact, uh, the caddy that joins us on a weekly basis here on our show, he says, if Tiger... Jordan, Phil, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Koepka, Rory McIlroy, they're all playing on top of their game. Who's the best? If they're all playing at their best, who's the best? And he contends, at least for argument's sake, that it's Rory. I mean, the guy has so many tools, and he's just so brilliant at times, and yet he disappears for periods of time. How? how I mean, any insights into Rory and, and why we kind of see him at sometimes be so brilliant and sometimes just non-existent? Or is that just I, golf? It's, it's golf. <laughs> it's, it's golf. It's Rory. I mean, Rory would tell you exactly the same thing you know as far as he's concerned if everyone's playing at their very best he wins and um and that's that's what he firmly believes but he's not really managed to put it all together i don't think since the the hazeltine Ryder cup and the right. build up to the mm-hmm. hazeltine Ryder cup when he was playing really really well it was almost like when patrick reed beat him that he, he his career did take a a bit of a jolt and certainly what on the biggest occasions he's, he's not managed to get the job done we've seen winning opportunities squandered uh, we've seen a succession of, of of high finishes I thought that the win at the Players Championship was a big breakthrough yeah, bearing sure. in mind he's not won a major since 2014 and then to see him not do it at Augusta and not do it at Beth Page I was surprised on both occasions but he just seemed inhibited by the the scale of the major and I, and I do think you know this whole career Grand Slam thing is is a big thing in his head and it doesn't help that it's the the first major of the year and it can then set <laughs> yeah. the tone for the majors and 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 i do sometimes think that he just thinks about things a, a little bit too much but the mindset this week the approach this week it was it was interesting i talked to him and he said you know i overanalyzed shinnecock 12 months ago and he, where he, he missed the cut i overanalyzed that you know I, you've just got to go out there and play it as you see it not you know, I'd walked the course too many times. I'd, I'd done too much preparation. And it's all about finding that balance. And it's just a constant search, which goes to your point. It's just golf. Mm. What is the best thing? What will work best for you? Um, and he's, he's, he's searching for it. But I think what he's trying to do is just get back to where he was in 2014 when he romped through that, that summer. I was going to ask you, you know, we've got a new venue for the Open Championship this year in Ireland. Tell us a little bit about that golf course and, and what you think about 
about it. It's spectacular. It's a it's a beautiful place. It uh, is going to be uh, a wonderful venue, and and as much as anything, it will be distinguished by the crowds. This is an all ticket affair. Normally, the Open Championship, you can pay on the day, you can turn up, and they'll have massive crowds. Certainly at St Andrews in the northwest of England, they know that the demand is so big. They've made it all ticket. The tickets sold out in the blink of an eye. So it's a sellout crowd. They've they've done two tranches of of ticket sales and it will be uniquely Irish Um, they've redone the the closing hole there which was really the weakest hole on the course Uh, I haven't actually seen it since that's been done I'm I'm, I'm visiting there a week after next and really looking forward to to seeing how it is but everything that I've been told is it's just looking spectacular it's an amazing part of the world and Northern Ireland as 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 a place has had its troubles it's had its problems and so there is such a sense of anticipation sure. that because they're through those that they are in a position to be able to stage a world-renowned sporting event now they don't want to waste it they don't want to miss it and it's just going to be absolutely crazy it's going to be amazing really really well worth visiting well hope we're not going to be able to make it over there oh, sadly no. but uh do oh, hope no, that we'll terrible. be able to check no, in with you yeah it. right no, <laughs> it won't be that good how, how about we meet you there in another time and we'll actually go play the golf course together yeah, that how about sounds that? like a very very <laughs> yeah. good plan it's always good to visit with you thanks for your time we really appreciate it and uh hey we got 36 holes left to go here at pebble beach and uh, that's a good place to be right absolutely it doesn't get much better i must say all right thanks, it was good to be with you. Great stuff. Thank All right, you. there you go. Ian Carter joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. Live from Pebble Beach continues next. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, call right now, that number is 800-485-6003. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call, that's right, call, because the best prices are not online, they're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here from Pebble Beach in the 119th U.S. Open Championship. This segment brought to you in part by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Once again, the number one putter at a major championship this week at Pebble Beach at the U.S. Open. And not just any Odyssey, but Stroke Lab. And I'll tell you what, a great gift for Dad is Stroke Lab. It kind of rhymes. But not only are you giving him a nice putter for his bag, but you're helping improve his putting stroke, which is what Stroke Lab does. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. Right we'll still to come on the back nine, hour number two. We will welcome in uh, our good friend Jason Sobel. Also, we had a chance to visit with some of the players following their second round, including Jim Furyk with uh, the round of the morning, and uh, Henrik Stenson, Adam Scott as well. So all of that straight ahead on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio from Pebble Beach and the U.S. Open. It's all coming up next. 